What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to Pongo City Radio. I'm Andrew Bedlam. We're getting started with the exploited. Fuck the system. Think you're talking. 
All right, that was the exploited to start off this week's issue of Pogo City Radio. I'm your host, Andrew Bedlam. You already knew that, though. I'm convinced, like, we have, like, our core listeners, and it, it never gets any bigger, and it never gets any smaller. <laughs> but, yeah, flying solo for the day. Just opened up with some exploited. I remember when that track came out. I was in high school when that track came out, and I remember... Like being like, what the exploit it have an album? And then going home and going on the Unseen's website, like their actual website, and seeing like a news post saying, like, I guess the exploit it put an album out? What the fuck? And it was like, wait, the exploit it have an album? This is awesome. It was heavy as fuck. You know what I mean? I love even before that, like, you know, beat the bastards and I the only exploited stuff. I'm not super huge on and I used to have the record was the massacre that was just like it's all right don't pay the poll tax I think is porno slut on there I don't think porno sluts on there is porno slut on there porno slut is on there there's some good songs even on the massacre see but I mean when I think exploited I definitely think more like you know 79 80 81 you know, the singles, you know, Big John and everything, like the Dead Cities, Punk's Not Dead era, you know, up until like, I don't know, like horror epics maybe or like something like that. Like around there, I feel like they start getting a little darker and then like they get into the 90s with like the massacre stuff and that's like straight metal but then i feel like when they come out later in like the 2000s it's almost more like a hardcore punk it definitely still like right there like fuck the system like that's definitely still punk but it's got like that hardcore thing i feel like the massacre was just like more straight of a metal type thing but um, I don't know. I was listening to a bunch of Exploited earlier this morning with Jessica. We were up here and, um, you know, the spiky tops cover an Exploited song. I won't say what one. And I was practicing it with her. And then I was listening to some. And we cover like an old school Exploited song. And like I started playing some of the later stuff and just was like, wait this is the exploited and i was like yeah 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 but like i think i was putting it on like one side it when we started doing one side it like i was like what what can i like use as like an influence for this band and it really felt like it was like later exploited mixed with like a global threat with like two vocalists era a global threat and I think the reason why I was in the mood for that is because, like, all week, legit, all week, I've been listening to Chandler and the Downclines and Chris and Cass, and uh, I've been listening to it all week. I remember when we were going down to Philly, that rude girl Jess pussied out and did Now connected to Andrew's S23 Ultra. Well, thank you. That rude girl, Jess, she pussied out and she didn't come to Philly. So it was me, Ashley, and Renee. And uh, fucking we were driving down there. I was like, oh, hey, guys, I got to show you this. You guys got to check out the Downclines. It's Chandler's band, and it's pretty fucking sick. And we've played them the past couple weeks. But they have, like, five new songs, and all five of them are badass. And, I mean, uh, it's hard, dude. Like... 
like fucking spewing spores, good God, and Swine City. Like those are three really good tracks. I've been listening to them a bunch all week. It definitely gives me vibes of like that later exploit it. And I feel like it's too bad that fucking the downclines and one side it weren't a thing at the same time because that would have been a cool split. I feel like both bands are kind of heavy but still catchy. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like a lot of that, like, hardcore punk, it could lose its, like, rock and rollness and just be, like, straight up aggression, which is fine in certain aspects. But I feel like both one sided and the down kinds keep it catchy. And uh, so we've played Good God Spewing Spores and Swine City. So why don't we check out Here's to You? You guys should go on Spotify and go give the down clines a follow coming out of Virginia. Maybe we'll play some one-sided up next since I'm talking about the two. We'll do our own little split with the downclines and one-sided. Here's the downclines. Here's to you, Pogo City bitches. <laughs> From the downclines, a little shorter than I would have liked. Let me take this dab real quick. Reefers. I may have f***ed up here. Hey, at least I got, you know, audio drops to keep it interesting when the song ends too early before I heated up my dab and got to take it. Because, you know, that is essential. I am baked as fuck. I don't have anything to do this weekend. It's kind of nice. I mean, I love, I'm, I want to do things, people. Invite me to things and give me shows. But on the sporadic, when you're very busy, it's kind of nice to just like wake up on a Saturday in your own bed and just being like, what the fuck? I'm going to do whatever I want. And getting up here and like rocking out at like 10 a.m. with Jessica, having her on the drums, me on the guitar, practicing some spiky top shit. I've been practicing a lot, man. Two weeks from today, the spiky tops make their debut, return. Sean likes to call it a return. Me and Renee don't 
really want to consider the spiky tops of two years ago, the spiky tops of today, three years ago, four years ago, two, three. I don't fucking know when the fuck it was. So, you know, the spiky tops were a, a once and done. Let's make a song fun thing. And then we made the mistake of playing a show that did not go good in Peaberg. But it wasn't even our songs. We were doing all covers. We had like one song. We had Let's Go Pogo. But then we've been we've been doing the band now, and we're doing the seven inch, and we have a bunch of originals, and uh, it's it's announced everywhere. So we're Spiky Tops doing a seven inch with Joe Pogo. It is totally official because it is at the pressing plate now. All the artwork is ready. Everything is one hundred and ten percent ready, and submit it. And uh, hopefully, you know, it'll be out in a few months. Hopefully it won't get take that long to be constructed. And uh, so, you know, it'll be out there. It's going to be it's going to be in a few different countries. So that's good. So, uh, yeah, wherever you get Joe Pogo records from, I know he's got the website. He's got some new erections coming out too around the same time when the spiky tops stuff is coming so uh look out for the spiky tops i also did have to take uh some of the the recordings off of youtube <laughs> now i was like well we put these up i was like it was just kind of like a demo and i put them on the internet but i'm like now if it's coming out on a record i guess we have to take it down <laughs> So, uh, yeah, the Spiky Top songs, are they were only up on YouTube to begin with, but they are no longer there. I think I left one. I think I left one. Go search. I know I left one. Which one was it? I think it was the Spiky Top's anthem. But, uh, yeah, so the album, hopefully, the record, the 7-inch, you know, I don't want to... Hopefully, it'll be ready this spring. Looking at this spring, it'll be nice. So, like I said, Spiky Top's got a show in two weeks in Jersey, in Kearney, with... Um, Fear Gods and uh, Graveyard Graveyard School Girls and a few other. I'll have to bring up the flyer. We also got a show going on in May, but I'll bring up those flyers. Why don't we play? <laughs> God damn! Why don't we play some one-sided? Since I was talking about one-sided when we were talking about uh, the down. Clines and uh, yeah, let's do uh, locked up. Here's one side at Pogo City Radio.
right, one-sided Pogo City Radio. Now, uh, we were just talking about the Spiky Tops, who uh, me and Sean, Renee, Joe, we're all playing. And now, and uh, we got a show coming up in Jersey and Kearney at Jimmy's Lounge, which is on Midland Avenue in Kearney. Poor Man Inc. putting it together. Fear Gods, the way of Graveyard School and uh, Spiky Tops. Bride Riot. So, yeah, it's going to be a fun time. Graveyard Schoolgirls. I've said that before as well. Is that another band? But Because uh, it's the Graveyard School. But, yeah, that's why Flyers are important. But Fear God's the way of the Graveyard School, Spiky Tops, and Bride Riot. So, uh, $7.30, $15 at the door, 21 plus. It's a bar. Come check out the Spiky Tops. And, oh, you fucking cunt. I just lost a big juicy dab. Ah, I didn't lose. Oh, yeah, I, I lost that shit. Fucking goddamn whores. But uh, yeah, so it's gonna be a fun time in Jersey, and uh, yeah, we also got a show announced for May already. Friday, May seventeenth. This going down right in Easton, down the street from my house. Good old Pogo HQ going down at the Lafayette Bar, punk rockin'. At the Lafayette Bar with the Misos and Spiky Tops plus Riverside Odds. Ginger from the Drugettes still playing uh, drums in Riverside Odds. She's been in there for a while now. So uh, that'll be fun playing with her again. Now uh, the Misos and Spiky Tops. So we got we got half a blank 77 there too with those two vans. This is only uh, $10 at the door. Friday night show. It's also 21 plus at the bar Lafayette Bar, punk rock at the Lafayette Bar. Pogo bringing punk back to Lehigh Valley. Can not wait. Why don't we play one of the tracks that's going to be on the 7-inch. Here's going down to the bar. Spiky Tops. Bartender, the song we're singing 
Let's go have a drink. All right. Spiky Tops right there going down to the bar. That'll be on the 7-inch. And now uh, the Spiky Tops. Now, I got a goal of having, like, 20 tracks. You know what I mean? 20 songs. And uh, so it's like now, uh, like, as a band, like, you know, a catalog of 20 songs. And it's like we're playing in two weeks. And we will have like a 10 track set list. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, so, but there's two covers on that. So that's eight. So we're doing eight originals. And so I want there to be 20 originals. And if there's eight originals, I have, I think I have, including like the, the two Joe wrote up or whatever, I think there's 14. Like, the band knows eight, but I have, like, 14 or so. And then Joe has a third one, so that's 15. So I need to write, like, at least, like, five more. And, like, then we have to learn, like, ten more. But, like, you know, we'll be at 20 then. And I feel like when we're at 20 tracks, you know, why why wouldn't we record all 20 of them? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe because it's a lot. But... <laughs> But I don't know. I'm just saying. That's my goal. You know, I want 20 songs. And, like, you know, so that's what that's what I'm going for. So so I'm going to get, when I'm done here, I'm going to go write somewhere up. It's like, you know, as far as, like, at least ideas go, like, maybe the band don't know the whole song. But I got, like, 14 of them done. That's almost three quarters. You know what I mean? And so it's, like, 14, 15 of them done. So not too many more. I'm definitely excited about this release, though. I know Sean is, Renee is, everybody is. It's gonna be, it's gonna be good. We're gonna be playing a bunch. We have a bunch more shows booked, but they're more in the spring and summer. Not trying to get too far ahead of ourselves, but uh, yeah, definitely come see us in February, man. It's gonna be good. We won't be around till May, and then after May, we'll probably be doing a lot. See, I told you. I said I wanted to get like one show in February. And then I was like, and then in the spring, we'll take off. And then that's what we're going to do. We're playing this show in February. Then we'll be there May. And once June comes, we have we have quite a few shows booked in June. We got a little trip in June, too, I think. So June will be fun. But, uh, yeah, so we'll get some stuff cooking for July as well. It's going to be a fun summer. It's going to be a fun everything. Spiky Tops fixing to be a blast you know what i'm saying so uh the virus was a fucking blast the pissed were fucking awesome the new album came out we played something off the new album you know prior show but we'll play something else as well we're gonna play a song that i wanted to hear live that i was i was like it's one of their biggest songs they gotta play it live but like the show was supposed to end at 11 like a hard stop but like let's just say in a hypothetical world it quite possibly did not but when it was getting close to 11 they hadn't played street punk and i'm like oh i hope and they had played a couple of stuff songs they had played plenty of songs off the ideas your bulletproof album and uh, but i really wanted to hear street punk and they saved it they didn't play it dead last i think they uh they they don't quote me, but I feel like they may have closed with the song we played in the last show, which is like P I S T, and it's kind of cool. Like I was like listening to the lyrics more. 
if you listen to what he's saying, we play. I'm not going to play a different track, but uh, we played it in a previous episode. But uh, if you listen to what he's saying, it's all different, like, what would they be, acronyms? All different acronyms for the word pissed that are like, you know, their beliefs and such. It was good. It was well written. It was interesting. But uh, yes, I liked it. But uh, they were definitely a lot of fun live. They sound the exact same. Al sounds the exact same. The band sounds the exact same. It's fucking sweet. They sound like they did fucking 30 years ago. So that's fucking sweet. And uh, the show was insane, man. The show was wild. It was packed. There was people from like all over the country there. Everyone was there. So many people were there. It was packed. There was so much going on. Everybody was going having a good time. I think there might have been a scuffle here or there, but nothing big. And then uh, I know Jesse, who makes the bowls and all that, like the bongs and all that, he uh, he was crowd surfing and like broke his wrist and needed to get it reset. Like people were getting fucked up in the pit. Now, I wasn't in the pit. I was like on the side front, like over by the PA. You know what I mean? And uh, it was it was definitely a good time. It was wild. People people were having a good time. There was man crowd surfing. People were stage diving. It was wild, dude. The virus sounded great. I put a video up of Heroes. That shit got a ton of plays. And uh, so go on Instagram at Pogo City Radio if you haven't seen it. And uh, it's on the viruses page too. And uh, I also threw up a video of Doc Rotten. I didn't get any of the piss. I was just rocking out when the piss were playing. And uh, I think my phone was dead by the time the piss went on. But, uh, yeah, it was definitely a blast. Saw a bunch of faces. Kind of went straight home. Hung out with Renee and Ashley. It was a wild, long drive. And, like, you know, fucking... And Jess was here, but we had some fun here, did our own little after party, but uh, we're going to play the pissed and we're going to play the virus. Why don't we play the virus first with Heroes, and uh, that's the track. You know what? We're going to play the virus live at the FU Church that I recorded because it sounds fucking good, and that's what the fuck we're going to play. I just have to go find the shit. So you'll have to wait because, you know, electronics be assholes if you catch my drift. Yes, here we go. I am coming across it now. There it is. Here's the virus. Heroes live at the FU Church. Yeah. 
dead. Fucking insane. The virus at the FU Church. Hostile City putting it on. Good job to Jason and Chris. That shit was sick as hell. It was a real good fucking time. It was just all over the internet. It was all anybody was talking about was just how much fun the show was, how big the show was, how great the show was, such and such and such and such. Punk is most definitely not dead. And, uh, yeah, you know, the pissed, not dead either. But uh, we're going to play one of their older tracks. I played one of the new tracks in the last show. You can go check it out. I want to hear Street Punk because um, it's fucking awesome. I, I like that song a lot. I was, I, like, I I don't know if my phone was dead or not because I wanted to record that, but I was like, no, nah, I'm going up front for that. No, I went up front for Street Punk. You know what I mean? And a couple, I went up front for, like, the last, like, four songs of The Pissed. I was like, you know, I was pretty, I was pretty, like, uh, feeling it by the time The Pissed were on. So me and Renee had migrated over by, like, the stairs, like, three quarters of the way back. But, yeah, for, like, the last chunk of The Pissed, though, I went back up front. I was up front for The Virus. And we were like, we were towards the back for Doc Rotten. Got a video of Doc Rotten as well. But uh, yeah, so we're going to play Street Punk by The Pissed. Go check out the new album. It's fucking awesome. It's on like platforms and shit, or you could buy it. I don't fucking know. Go follow The Pissed's social medias. You know how things work. Speaking of social medias, follow at Pogo City Radio on all platforms. And uh, yeah, TikTok too, bitches. And then uh, uh, the website, pogocityhq.com. Got that shit running. The shirts are running. People been getting them. They look good. Yay, all fixed. Go get it if you want. Okay, here's the pissed. Coming off ideas are bulletproof street punk on Pogo City Radio, bitches. Bitches. Yeah. 
The Pissed coming out of Connecticut. Like I said, new album out. First one in a very long time. I don't know the exact amount. I feel like it's around the 30-year range, 25 to 30, somewhere somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. But, uh, yeah, I, I, of course, you know, are my love from the Pissed, they were on the Pogo attack. So, you know, like I used to play. I told Renee the other day there was like a two-year period where all I did was, like, take ecstasy and listen to the Pogo Attack and listen to the Up the System record by Blank 77 and the 7-inch split with fucking Faces where they did the Johnny Thunders cover. So, like, it's not even two full albums of tracks. I'm listening to that for, like, two years only, taking a bunch of ecstasy and playing Dr. Mario. (laughs) That was all... We did for like a year. That was the Dr. Mario and Ecstasy. That was all we did for a year and listened to the Pogo Attack and Blank 77. And any band that is on the Pogo Attack is pretty much like enshrined in my personal Hall of Fame forever till the depths of time, I guess. I don't know. I'm pretty stoned. Pretty stoned. What are you doing? It's a Saturday at like 4 o'clock. What the fuck are you doing? I'm fucking beat. You can tell by my voice. I'm tired. I'm not tired. I'm stoned. I'm stoned and tired. But yes, I know my kids and Jessica are watching uh, Watching. Uh, Please Don't Destroy the Treasure of Foggy Mountain. Froggy Mountain. Have you guys heard of this? Do you guys watch Saturday Night Live? No, don't give me this shit. That Saturday Night Live has lost its edge, and it's not funny. I had Smashly trying to tell me that the other day, and we sat there and binged watch Saturday Night Live for hours, and she rolled on the floor and flat out said, no, she was wrong. Saturday Night Live is hilarious, and it is still funny and mean, and nope, it's not what you heard that it was. It's fucking hilarious. And, um, you know, it's it, every every year when there's an election... Saturday Night Live gets even better. But regardless, regardless, I mean, uh, I totally lost my train of thought here. I'm a moron. I'm a moron. Gotta love live podcast. So they're watching The Treasure of Foggy Mountain, which is comes from the writers of Saturday Night Live. If you watch it, there's Please Don't Destroy videos, the three dorky writers who do like one skit a show, and it's mad funny. They made a movie, and it's fucking hilarious. And it streams free on, like, Amazon or something. It's either on Netflix or Amazon. It's on one of those subscriptions you already pay for. So it's virtually free for you. It's included. You need to go. It's fucking funny. I don't get, like, anything if you play it. I just, I think it's awesome. And it's hilarious. Please don't destroy their movie. That's what they call their little sketch group. They have a bunch of stuff on YouTube back from before they were on Saturday Night Live. But then they have all their Saturday Night Live stuff. Look it up on YouTube. It's fucking hilarious. Oh, and if you say Saturday Night Live's, like, not, like, edgy anymore, go look up Dave Chappelle's monologue. You you go listen to Dave Chappelle's monologue on SNL from like last season and you tell me SNL's not funny and not mean and you tell me it's PC. You go listen to Dave Chappelle's monologue on Saturday Night Live on NBC on YouTube from like last year and then you tell me Saturday Night Live isn't in your face and funny. But yeah, go check out the Please Don't Destroy movie. That's fucking awesome. And while we're here, we go down this rabbit hole 
we go down this rabbit hole. So we were talking about Saltburn and American History X and a bunch of my posts got banned for titling everything Pogo and Sodomy and talking about Sodomy a bunch and saying Sodomy and the good kind of Sodomy opposed to the bad kind of Sodomy. (laughs) So apparently when you title things with sodomy and talk about sodomy a bunch, a bunch of these pussy-ass platforms, like, flag it and stuff. See, this is why we can never ultimately be that big, because we steal music and talk about sodomy. That's what Pogo is, stealing music and talking about sodomy. (laughs) But yes, yes, trying to get this one banned too, why not? But... (laughs) Nothing, nothing offensive or violent or, or, you know, provoking in any manner allowed. Yes, I'm, I'm lost. I don't know where I am. I can find my way back from sodomy, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, go watch those movies, more movies, shows. Yo, did you know this is England? All right. So I think we talked about this is England when we were doing like this movie thing on Pogo like two years ago, a year ago, some shit, right? But this is England, classic, you know, like independent British movie about a young skinhead boy and people trying to get him to be like a Nazi and other people being like, no, don't be a Nazi. You know what I mean? Good movie. Classic, classic, old school, 80s. Did you know they came out with like a like limited series or a series there's definitely a this is england series and it's on like netflix or one of those fucking platforms you already pay for and i haven't seen it yet i was talking to johnny mike blanks's husband and he was the one telling me and rude girl jess about this is england the series and uh yeah definitely gonna go check that out when i get off of this me and jess we're supposed to go watch dumb money which is uh, that movie about the dudes, the like hacker, I don't even know if they were hackers, the video game nerds who, um, you know, with the stocks got a bunch of money out of those trust fund people through electronic boutique or whatever, the GameStop, I guess it was called at the time. Did I just date myself calling it electronics boutique? I think I definitely just ate it myself. But GameStop and uh, all over like the Robinhood trading app and all these, they were, I'm not going to act like I know what I'm talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about. But I believe they were running one of those classic pump and dump schemes. But um, this dude who had like a fucking vlog and was like this game guy was like, we're keeping GameStop alive. And I don't know how the fuck they did it because I haven't seen the money movie. But apparently they were all making millions. And uh, this one dude was losing millions, obviously. So uh, we're going to go watch it. It's like a comedy. It happened a couple of years ago. But uh, yeah, so we're going to go watch Dumb Money. And we're going to go watch the This Is England series. We've also been watching... With Sophia Vogara, they put a bunch of prosthetics on her face to make her look not as hot, but on a scale from 1 to 10, her being a 12 and all, she goes down to like a 9 with these ugly prosthetics they put on her face. But she's supposed to be this chick that, like Pablo Escobar said, the only man I ever feared was a woman, and it's the chick that Sophia Vogara plays, and she's like some coke smuggler in the 
70s or whatever the fuck i don't know but uh we've been checking that out too so yeah that's what that's what the rest of my saturday is gonna be it's gonna be playing guitar it's gonna be setting up the fucking cello because i have strings and uh watching those things tomorrow's the super bowl oh damn okay okay we're gonna talk about that aren't we are are we about to talk about taylor swift and the super bowl yes I think we're going to have to because it's preposterous. People be smoking crack, yo. <laughs> like, holy shit, people. But uh, before I go on that, what I, I don't know what I'm going to say, but before I go on what I'm sure will be a ridiculous rant, we are going to play something I came across that I was like, oh, holy fucking shit. Holy fucking shit. Now I'm going to forget. To talk about whatever it was I said I was going to talk about because I've already forgotten about it. Uh oh. Uh oh. Here's a track, but I put this up on Facebook, okay? Because 999 did a fucking re record. It came out in January, as in this year, as in 999 just released a re record. Here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing. I know mixed feelings. Re-records are like relict guitars. Like some people love it, some people hate it, some people like that one of them. It's very, it's very polarizing, but it's very triggering. Re-records. Nine 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 did a re-record, and it's awesome. And I think a lot of people. Not people like Larry from the Parasitics per se, not that I spoke to him, but he is someone, 999 is his favorite band. And I feel like whenever anybody has a favorite something and then it gets recreated, it's like, no, it sucks. It's not what it was when I was 15. It's terrible. And they almost have like a biased opinion. And I'm just using him as an example because I know they're one of his favorite bands. I would think people like that perhaps wouldn't like it. But a person like me who absolutely loves certain 999 songs and then, you know, couldn't really wouldn't listen to the other ones. But this this is better. It, it's better. It, it's better. So if you listen to the mix of 999, even in my favorite songs, which I will say would be like Nasty Nasty, Homicide, Little Red Riding Hood, you know, pretty much all the ones they re-recorded, all of the best ones, and uh, the UA years, and uh, yeah, so, but like those songs, it's not that distorted of a guitar, it's slightly overdriven, it's a very, it's heavy on the bass, and it's a clean bass, and of course, very clean drums. It's a very 80s sounding mix. It, it ventures into new wave, okay? Now, some people will love it, some people don't. This re-record has got some rock and roll, overdriven, tube screamer fucking guitar, man. So... We might have to play two tracks because I want to play Little Red Riding Hood, which always had a rocking guitar, and their guitar parts always were rocking. But I'm really talking about the mix, and it's a whole different level. It's it's less polished. It's more punk. The guitar is much raunchier. The guitar is louder in the mix. It's It's more punk. It's 2024 and 999. Is somehow more punk. Okay, so we're going to get to some brand. Ah, this is old. That's your number is my number. Another 
fucking classic. Uh, kind of creepy, creepy, creepy song, that's for sure. But a classic, nonetheless. We are going to get to this re-record. It's called Nasty Nasty Revisited EP. It has four tracks. They are Nasty Nasty, Homicide, Little Red Riding Hood, and Indian Reservation. So, oh, Jesus. I want to play, like, the first three. Oh, God. Okay, look, we're going to, maybe we'll do two. We're playing Homicide and Little Red Riding Hood. I never did I think I'd be playing two 999 songs on Pogo City Radio. These are two good ones. And listen, guys, it's better. If, like, Jess said it was better. Like, I'm sorry, if 999 is your favorite band, it's probably not better. But, like, if you just like punk and you like some 999, this is better. This is better. Here's Homicide 999 re-recording.
This is getting us in trouble. We're going to talk over that a little bit, and we're going to pull it back because we just got a strike, and that was, you know, nine-tenths of the song. But uh, the guitar goes on for, like, another 20 seconds. You hear it there in the background with the screaming? It's fucking, it's great, guys. Yo, so we're not going to play Little Red Riding Hood because that'll get muted for multiple fucking reasons. I mean, like, that's a cover song. They're, they're doing a cover. You know what I mean? And they're re-recording their cover. But, guys, it's on, like, Spotify and shit. Go check out this 999 Revisit It. If it's for hard copy sale, go buy that shit. It's fucking awesome. I had the first 7-inch. I had Nasty Nasty and, uh, like, yeah, like, some some good tracks. But then there's, like, plenty of stuff where it's just, like, a little too 80s for me. But as far as, like, a guitar player goes, like, so this re-recording, the, 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 the guitar is so much louder. And, like, the, the Brits always had a lot of treble. Like, they would use, like, treble boosters. Their amps had a darker sound. So, like, in the 60s when rock and roll is being born and we're talking about the Who and the Stones and, I guess, the Beatles and stuff, you know what I mean? Why do I got to throw shade at the Beatles? They're just not as cool. I'm sorry. I like the Beatles. I know plenty of Beatles songs. I had all three Beatles anthologies when I was a kid. But I just feel like when you're talking about, like, the Stones and the Kinks, the Beatles are like the Backstreet Boys. That's all I'm saying. But not to throw shade at them. But these guys, you know, they all want Gibson Les Pauls. They all want Fender Twin amps and stuff like that. But because of World War II, there was like some type of like trade embarter, embargo. You weren't allowed to get amps and guitars from other countries when you were in Britain at this time period. So the only people who were getting Les Pauls were people who were famous enough, like Keith Richards, to get over to the States while they were on tour, buy a Les Paul in America, and then, you know, kind of smuggle it back to the UK. And um, so that's where Marshall Amps kind of comes in. Now, Jim Marshall was a drummer, you know what I'm saying? And... Uh, People were telling him, if you could get Fender amps in here, which you can't, you'd be selling them out like hotcakes. Everybody's playing a Vox AC30, like, and that's like a super dark amp, which is how we got on this term, this uh, rant. And fucking, uh, we, uh, we, uh, they would use treble boosters, thinking like Queen. Brian May is playing through an AC30, an AC50, something like that. With a treble booster. Now, Jim Marshall's trying to make a Fender, and he's trying to reverse engineer it, and he makes, like, a Marshall super lead or something like that. And it, like, tears everybody's face off, and it is not, like, a Fender. It's a fucking Marshall. And Pete Townsend starts using, like, refrigerator size cabinets that Jim Marshall is making and just tearing the faces off of people but uh so the british sound wow really down a rabbit hole a darker sound to begin with and i feel like this the guitar just sounds like it's 
lighting up the tubes. It's just fuzzed out. It's like twinkly. It's like sparkly. It's like all treble. You know what I mean? Like it's like a treble boost almost or like some type of like high mid. It's all just fuzzed the fuck out. It's sparkly. Those tubes sound like they are on fire. Like old 999 did not have that tone. Even if the guitar was the exact same part, it did not have that tone. Like it was just like a cleaner palm mute. Like, you know, like very 80s. It was the time. It was very 80s. It was not sex pistolsy. It was more like radio friendly. More like uh I don't know, maybe the the adverts or or like you shouldn't have fallen in love, the undertones or something like that. It was much more like that. This this was like a fuzzed out guitar. This was raunchier than Stevie Jones. Like I just imagine like those tubes being on fire. That's what I was visualizing as I was listening to that as we got a copyright strike for playing some pretty notable music. But yes, so I did not forget about our friend Taylor Swift. What is wrong with people? You people are insane. I'm sorry, some of you. If you believe this shit, you're fucking nuts. Like, take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. The Super Bowl is not fixed. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, people. Step off the ledge. Like, Taylor Swift is a psyop who's been co-opted by the CIA in a manufactured relationship with Travis Kelsey, who, FYI, guys, Travis Kelsey's been, like, the best tight end in the league for, like, a decade. Like, Gronk's been retired. I don't know if you're aware of this. Travis Kelsey has been tearing it up since Gronk was still in the league, okay? I barely followed football this year, and I know this. Like, are you fucking serious? And yes, his brother won the Super Bowl with the Eagles. He's in Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He gave the speech. The Kelseys are kind of the Kardashians of football before dude was banging Little Miss fucking country singer over here, okay? Now, and I understand, oh my God, he did the hell-worthy trespass of endorsing Pfizer. The Giants stadiums met life. Oh, the NFL's corrupt. Don't kneel for the flag, though. But, like, you people really think so they can come out and say they endorsed Joe Biden, that they fixed the Super Bowl? Also, do you know how hard it would be to fix a Super Bowl, uh, a, a football game, let alone a football season? Do you know, I want you to honestly sit there and think about how you would go about fixing one single football game, let alone manufacturing hundreds of them. Just, I just want you to really find that out, and you can email it to me at pogocityradio at gmail. Just, it's it's non. You know, are you serious? Like that's 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 ludicrous to to set up an entire year, an entire year, and FYI. It wouldn't be illegal. I mean, the now that gambling's legal, the the whole fixing the football thing. But like, if if it was a, like the whole Taylor Swift Swift aspect, like if if they're not doing this, but like if she did come out at halftime, and like God forbid endorse a person for president, that the that's not like Ill illegal. Like you know what I mean? Like Kid Rock, Ted Nugent. Gene Simmons, insert country singer here. Like, 
Calm down, people. Jesus Christ, breathe. We're going to leave. <laughs> We're going to leave with some Taylor Swift. Shake it off. Yo, Ava despises Taylor Swift. She hates her. Sheena likes her. Ava despises Taylor Swift. <laughs> we are going to get out of here with some Blank 77. One of the uh, last tracks they released. Renee now releasing music with the spiky tops. But uh, here's Blank 77. Hey, you. Thanks for checking out the show. Go to PocoCityHQ.com. Go check out the tracks. Go order a shirt or a hat or some shit. Hit share. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes and Spotify. Leave us a nice comment. Follow at Pogo City Radio, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever. We're even on threads, but we are leaving now. I've got some TV to watch and some guitar to play. Here's Blank 77. Record it just like five minutes from here. Hey, you. Pogo City Radio.